0: Welcome back to Planners and Wine. My name is Meg. And I am Myra. Welcome back to a, another week. Yes, we are so excited to be here. May is just trucking along. And um, yeah, Myra, how has your week been? Um, my week has been fine. Uh, Chuck I decided to listen to one of our episodes, and he was like, Why do you guys sing? Like, welcome back. I'm like, why are you listening to this episode? How about why, that? Why doesn't he mind the business at <laughs> <it> Pace? <pays? laughs> uh, I was like, I never really noticed it. And then when we just did the intro, it reminded me of that. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, so I guess he, he's he been supportive in his own ways. Yay! But, um, <laughs> yeah, we'll take it. We but, will. Um, yeah, this week, it has been a very interesting week. Mm-hmm. Um but a very, uh, awakening week. Yeah. And y'all know I talk in code about my personal life. So, uh, that's, that's what you leave get. It. Yep. Yeah, That's what you get. Yep. <laughs> Cause everything yeah. isn't content. Everything is not content. It mm-hmm. is very, very important to have like those boundaries. And we are going to talk about a little bit later about how much is too much when, go online, and I definitely think me and you mm-hmm. do a good job, but uh, of how much we share while you know being open about ourselves and our lives, while still like being private and keeping boundaries, like healthy boundaries. So, because there is a way Absolutely. to do both. So, living proof. About that. We will talk about that. Yes. Yeah. First thing I wanted to talk about was Purple Trail is Wait, going out of business. Mean? Oh. Hey, girl. (laughs) Thank you. I thought you were getting ready to start on your week. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I forgot. Um, My week is pretty good, pretty hectic at work. Um, We're recording this on a Thursday night, and I took off work Mm -hmm. on Friday. So, you know, trying to fit in stuff and do all the things um, before I was off work, making sure that I don't come back to, you know, a shit show when I get back. So, I just Mm -hmm. try to prepare things as best I can before I take. PTO and have them prepare the others because, unfortunately, in my position, there is no others, <laughs> there's really just me. So, <laughs> uh, I mean, at least you did the best you could I in am. the time allotted. Um, yeah. Are you traveling? Because we're recording this right before Mother's Day. No. Okay. So I'm yeah. not traveling for Mother's Day. Um, Actually, Mother's Day fell on the same weekend as Mason's pre-K graduation. So mm-hmm. I just took off uh, the day before her graduation so I could run some errands, get some stuff done before the weekend because, you know, she has her little graduation ceremony on Saturday and it's going to be so cute. But I want to go get her a nice little gift. Got to get my mom-in-law a gift for Mother's Day and just, I kind of just wanted like a day that I could just do whatever I wanted also. So going to get my eyebrows oh, yeah. done tomorrow. might go get my nails done, you know, tamper yeah. it up. Absolutely. But I found out Ashton's um, graduation ceremony is June 2nd.
1: Uh-huh. So
0: looking forward to that. Like I know. I can't believe it. I know. Where has the time gone? I know. They were just it- so tiny. Now they've grown. I know. I know. But I, you know, we have talked about this for sure. Like, it's definitely bittersweet. Like, Mm -hmm. I am, you know, sad a little that my baby is slowly but surely becoming less and less of a baby and getting older and going to elementary school is a huge milestone. But definitely have a lot of relief when it comes to no longer paying for daycare. (laughs) I can't even front. So... Can't wait You know yeah not wait, wait. Mm-hmm. Cause they I mean daycare is so expensive I see TikToks and stuff all the time Where people who have multiple kids And live in really expensive cities Paying $4,000, $5,000, $6,000 a month On daycare And then I'll get the occasional video From like an American Living in another country Talking about how cheap the daycare is there And I'm like Cries in USA <laughs> It's so bad. Mm -hmm. It's so bad. Like we, we've only could be able to afford him going part time, and that's still damn near a thousand dollars a month. It's expensive. expensive. I can't wait for it to be over. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Me too. Me too. If y'all see me and Myra with some, you know, diamond earrings or something in the fall, that's that daycare money. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! If only. (laughs) <laughs> if only. Yeah, I still might like save uh a little bit as if we are still paying it just to yes. kind of like recover. Mm-hmm. Cause man, daycare took a hit these past few years and he's only been maybe three years. Yeah, yeah. Mason like, hasn't gone yeah. this entire time um, yeah. either. We got really, really lucky in that mm-hmm. that we didn't have to send her when she was like a super tiny baby, um, either because I mean that's when it's the most expensive when they're in yeah. So it just slowly gets cheaper, but not substantial not cheap enough yeah no not cheap enough nope 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 so yeah do y'all have any plans for mother's day um i'm supposed to do brunch with my mom on saturday and then chuck is doing something for me on sunday Mm. which i hope involves leaving me alone (laughs) (laughs) just not asking me to do stuff like there we go i don't mind y'all being around just Mm -hmm. don't Ask me to do stuff. Please. That's all we want. We just want a break, and Mother's yeah, Day is a great right. day to prepare the others as well. They yeah, T O for the mother in your life. Period. We yeah. we'll talk about what you get to do next month, right? Right. Exactly. Which she still don't really get to do anything because that's my birthday month. But, you know, that's his problem, not mine. It definitely is a him problem, (laughs) not a you problem. Yep. (laughs) Definitely want to, you know, acknowledge to people who might not celebrate Mother's Day for their own reasons or, you know, might have infertility issues, might not have a great relationship with their mother, might have had mother who passed away like me. Um, I know that can bring, you know, a lot of sadness as well. But honestly, mm-hmm. becoming a mom made Mother's Day good for me again. You know, there was a couple years oh, where I was yeah. just like, mm. I just, yeah, you know, yeah, it was tough. But becoming mm-hmm. a mom just kind of brought the the sunshine back into Mother's Day. So I'm very grateful for that. Yeah. Yeah. It is something. Yeah. Something different. Yeah. But yeah, like May said, we are feeling for y'all mm-hmm. out there too, because it, it can definitely be a, a bit of a difficult time as 100%. well. So we do recognize that. Yeah, yeah, Which is why I love that so many companies um, give people that option. They'll send like an email a couple of weeks before certain holidays, Mother's Day in particular, where they'll mm-hmm. say like, hey, we know that Mother's Day might not be an easy holiday for you if you want to opt out of our Mother's Day sale email or whatever it is. like I love that a lot of companies do that. Yeah. Yeah. I've always only seen it for Mother's Day, though. You might be I know because I'm thinking because when I said other holidays, I was trying to think like what other holidays would that apply to? And I can't think of any right now. Yeah, I feel like, well, I and I just because of capitalism, Mm -hmm. I don't think companies would really do this, but I feel like the holiday season, yeah, like Christmas time is really hard for a lot of people too because that is very much so a you know, a family oriented kind of thing. That's true you know, a business would be crazy to be like opt out of our Christmas emails. Yeah. You know? so, that's true. That's true. Yeah. I think because so many people, you know, struggle with infertility, like so many women struggle with infertility. I think maybe that is the thing with Mother's Day. Cause we don't really, you know, obviously men fathers can have infertility issues as well. It's just not as like prevalent or it's talked about, I guess. So maybe mm. that's why they have like the kind of extra sensitivity, around mother's day that you don't see with father's day or like any other company. I mean, well, not company, but holiday. So I don't know. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah. And I'm curious to, if it's um, like the company's demographic, like I'm mm. thinking a lot of like our mm. planner companies and stuff that is a very women dominant field. That's true. the only other company that may have done it was Canva. I don't yeah. know like what their demographics are, but I wonder if that's the case. That's a very good point cuz yeah obviously i'm not signed up for a lot of like like male oriented companies mm-hmm. like any so i have no idea what emails they might be sending out you know right before father's day or whatever so that's a good point yeah. that might that might be what it is so No, very interesting. And plus, it's only one day. Like I said, I don't think they could do that for like something like Christmas, which that's the only other like time of year that I can think will be very emotionally driven for people. And honestly, have you seen the way conservatives act when it comes to Christmas, like think about, you know, when Starbucks started having less Christmas specific cups and more like holiday in general cups mm-hmm. and how the conservatives got all in their feelings and talk about, you know, Starbucks trying to cancel Christmas and Santa and all that. Like maybe, you know, I feel Santa like isn't real. a company. <laughs> Some of our <laughs> listeners might not know that, Myra. spoiler. Oh, alert. <laughs> Oh, my God! But, yeah, some companies, I feel like maybe some companies might be a little nervous about getting some backlash. If they're like, hey, if you want to opt out of our Christmas sale because you don't celebrate, we understand, which I think would be a great inclusive thing to do. Um, But maybe they are, you know, either it hasn't occurred to them or they might be a little fearful of what those specific, very loud, very angry demographic, how they might react to that and start a whole so-and-so is trying to cancel Santa Claus. Thing again yeah yeah i could see i could totally see that but mm-hmm. I, I think it's ultimately money
1: yeah like, you know for
0: sure when people make the most amount girl of funds. literally literally <laughs> <laughs> Myra's husband just loves to be a uh, guest, our third, uh, uh, <laughs> our third co-host. The Patreon peeps know. They know. They know. And actually, I told Dallas about that, too. I was like, Dallas, Chuck has been uh, showing up to our Facebook lives and stuff. Um, Where you at? I, I, right. <laughs> like, he's the most popular <laughs> planters and wine husband. What you about to do about <laughs> it? So, don't be shocked if Dallas pops up on the live coming up soon, okay? guys. <laughs> Shameless plug. This is why. This is the like extra perks that you get behind the paywall. Like we have a good time. And sometimes Chuck tells, you know, his college stories, which is yes, he does. Interesting. Yes, very much so. (laughs) Very interesting. Very, very interesting. I love it. But yeah, I love the kind of tangent we ended up on with that uh Mother's Day conversation, not even on purpose. Um, I just love how that happens. Yeah, yeah. I just wanted to make sure, you know, you get your uh your time to shine on your week. Yeah. But yeah. But yeah, yep. we can get back to the topics. I, love, I love this for judges. us. Yeah. Me too. Real friends having real conversations, okay? You heard it here first, yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, so yeah, so some news came out this week. Purple Trail, which is a planner company, is completely closing after 15 years. Um, I have never tried any Purple Trail planners, but I am like kind of familiar with them cuz I've seen them obviously on Instagram and seen other people using them before, but I've just never personally used them, but they are having a going out of business sale where they have a 20% off code, thank you 20 for 20% off your order, and the last day of business is May... Well, the last day to place an order is May 22nd. And I don't know if, since we have been doing this podcast, if there is, like, any known planner brands have just shut down completely. I think this might be the first one that I can... Not not a small shop, you know what I'm saying? yeah. That I can, like, really think of. Yeah, yeah. Um, I always... I mean, I... I don't know if it was for marketing, maybe they just didn't have the funds to really push it, but I always thought this was more like a stationary meaning like cards and you mm-hmm. know stuff like that. I didn't even realize that they had planners, mm. so I'm wondering if that's the issue like i yeah. you know I was thinking like if it wasn't invitations from this brand, yeah, you know, and I mean they have some like planner stuff on their feet, but I don't mm-hmm. know, maybe it was a marketing issue, mm. Yeah. yeah I, mm, you very kind of interesting. Yeah. I know. I know. I really hate that. Because um, obviously we want as many planner brands and to be successful as possible. And I guess, like you said, this is more of just stationary in general rather than just like specifically planner company. But um, I don't know. I feel like I wonder if they ever tried to like pivot, like lower the offerings that they have potentially or is the instagram page shut down did you try to go to the instagram page no i'm on here oh it's okay now i keep trying just go going to through yeah i'm going through their posts like unfortunately the closing post is the only one that has any comments on it for real yikes on bikes yeah that's what i'm like is it a marketing issue because like yeah. for me i always just thought that this was you know, they did wedding invitations and stuff like that, like stationery and that nature, not like yeah, planners and stuff. But yeah. I don't know. I mean, That's we good. know the pandemic hit a lot of businesses mm-hmm. very, very hard. And especially if you were a business that just was not able to pivot and kind of work through that. I mean, and obviously that would be way harder for smaller companies, but yeah, it's just really, really sad to see. Um, I wish they could have figured out a way to make it work yeah for sure i i totally agree um i don't know i'm thinking like with with michael's too i wouldn't say it's like a going out of business thing but we did see them get rid of um their planners yeah like the michael's Um, grant was it called i can't think of what it was called Reco- Re- recollections. Re- recollections. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah So we've seen those go away. Yeah. That's um, true. And then high key, like it seems like, at least for me, like the happy planner section trickled down. Like it's now just like a little end cap. Like yeah. happy planners have a whole row. So see, I think they might yeah. be making a comeback. Like, um, because I was in, I ran, we went to my Michael's the other day just to look for like arts and crafts stuff for Mason. I wasn't even looking mm-hmm. for happy planner. And they had, it wasn't like its own, like, um, Shelf anymore, but like they had like the middle, the mid, like the things that are like in the yeah, middle, yeah. That's, that's what, what I said, like yeah. Display, but it was like a couple of them, so it was a lot. And it was all the new stuff, tons of sticker books, tons of planners. It was a lot, yeah. So I yes, was kind of yes. surprised. Not both of us was in uh, Michael's getting crass for our kids because <laughs> I didn't see that I bought Ash in this paint set thing, <laughs> but how about Mason the paint set come out? How <laughs> why, why do we live the, the life? same person? <laughs> oh my goodness but yeah that's that's what I went in there for and um I checked and they just you know like you said Mm -hmm. that little section in the middle of the store but i mean it's smaller compared to what it used to because it used to be a whole ass row Mm -hmm. so that's definitely true i know maybe it is making a comeback i wouldn't mind recollections coming back honestly i know we love options give us all the options and recollections was kind of good so yeah they had like move phases like kind of um planners and stuff too like side hustle planners i yeah i love that and then make made people make some choices, but um, yeah, it's yeah. unfortunate. Yeah, it's sorry unfortunate. to paper trail. Yeah. I feel like this is definitely a good lesson for those of us in the planner community. If you love a brand, you have to support that brand, like mm-hmm. not only with your money, but with your comments and your likes and your shares. Like be loud with your support if you want these brands to stick around because I feel like that definitely says a lot that the only Post and my only recent post that has Any real engagement is the one Where they're announcing that they're closing Right yeah Yeah. Yikes. And I, I'm like I'm going through all these Like one comment four comments yeah. One comment so yeah Like like man said like it's free to comment It's free to share so if you see something um, That you want Stuck around like obviously you can't You know spend all your money and buy Up every single product For sure. but commenting And sharing if they're having a sale Or sharing if they have something new like that goes a long way, because um, you know sometimes these companies can't afford like full blown marketing, social media, people, yeah. you know. So mm-hmm. your help of just sharing and getting the word out, hell, even for us, like I just know. simply if you enjoy the show, <laughs> just true. simply sharing it. <laughs> Just simply sharing it goes a long way. Like yeah. word of mouth, really, especially in this planner community, it goes a long way. So that's true. If you see something that want you want to stick around, you know the small shops or whatever, make sure you do that. Support them in every way you can. Yeah, they have some decent stuff, like hairstylist planners, real estate, pregnancy. Mm. Yeah, Hair yeah. So they had a lot of options that we really don't even see from a lot of other companies. That's a For sure. I mean, like hairstylists. I know. That's really that's cool. That's kind of dope. With a lot of customization, like, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm just wondering if they just didn't have the marketing because it just doesn't make sense to why I did not realize yeah. at all.
1: Yeah. I, I literally
0: thought they sold cards, <laughs> like, right? Like Wedding invitations, <laughs> yeah. right? And honestly, I, as cool as it is that they have all these different offerings, I also think that that probably played a hand for why the business ultimately decided to had to close because it kind of feels like they had their hand in a little bit too many cookie jars Mm -hmm. um i think if i was them this was my company before we just straight up closed it i would have probably limited my planner offerings to like our top five bestsellers and like really really focused on those because they just have so many different planners i think it's kind of too many you know, because the overhead and getting all those produced and having the stock of all those. Because I don't really know how they do it behind the scenes or if they're just like print on demand or whatever. But it just seems like a lot. It just really, really seems like a lot for a small company um, to be able to handle. So, you know. yeah. And a lot of this stuff is customized, like cover customized with photos. Yeah. Like you can different things inside. So, it's a lot of options. Yeah. It's a lot of options. For sure. For sure. Yeah, I was trying to look on here and kind of see if I could learn more about who is behind Purple Trail. But I looked at the about section on their website and I don't see anything about who owns the company, who started the company. So I don't know. I'm thinking that maybe Purple Trail is like, you know, how Bloom is like. A small part of a bigger company, maybe Purple Trail Mm, is something similar because I don't see anything about who actually owns this company at all. Interesting. Yeah, that could be true. Mm I don't know. I might play around with this uh, mom planner. I know. I get it. Yeah. Well, I hope you don't like it too much because you won't be able to get another one. (laughs) Dang but yeah mm. they are it does say on the website if you guys want to check it out that they are mm-hmm. taking orders up until may 22nd so um at this point you only got about four days
1: yeah once time, it's come out, out. <laughs> yeah, maybe we'll post it in days.
0: our uh, our facebook group too yeah so that yeah, the yeah, patients sure. can know about it yeah but yikes um, good luck to you know the owners of Purple Trail. I hope it works out. I hope, you know, mm-hmm. they're doing something else. But yeah, I just hate to see brands have completely shut down. Like that's just so final. That's it's so like sad. a death. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Just final. Yeah. 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 A Best lot. Best of luck though. Best of luck to them. Um, next thing I want to talk about is like yeah, we kind of mentioned earlier, like how much is too much to share online. So I added this to show notes because I've been seeing a lot. I've been seeing a lot lately. Um, I've been seeing too much <laughs> lately. I don't want to go too, too into details about it. Um, I just feel like it's definitely, it's just very important, especially if you are like somebody who owns a brand or like a business to be very cognizant of your, like online persona and how people Mm -hmm. view you, your image, things like that. And I don't know, I feel like because of social media, we're just in such a, like a share, share, share moment in our society that people have kind of lost the value of keeping some things to themselves and having some private parts of their life. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying not to be too vague, but I'm trying not to be too detailed either. So, um, yes. Um, I totally agree. I think a lot of people don't realize, um, the information that they are putting out there and like opening up other opinions, mm-hmm. like there's certain things that at least for me, I don't really go into parenting. I don't really go into my marriage. I don't really go into yeah. like my whole family and how we do certain things. And I get that cause like controversy that get people clicking, that get people sharing, that get people commenting, but Um, I'm not, um, I'll probably cuss somebody else. So I'm not in the place (laughs) to to be opening up and hearing all these different kinds of opinions Mm -hmm. and things like parenting and things like marriage is so controversial Mm because in in my opinion, as long as y'all respecting one another and loving one another, whatever y'all do and y'all relationship, whatever you do Mm -hmm. with your parenting, as long as you're not hurting ain't got nothing to do with me, but that's not everybody. That's not everybody. And Mm-mm. when you open it up to the worldwide web, you're going to get worldwide opinions and I, you know, personally I just don't think it's a good idea cuz it's like it I don't think people think about it. Like they yeah. just are like, "Oh, I'm going to put this up and I'm going to get an echo chamber like, yeah, you go person," you know. And that really that's happens. not that never happens <laughs> like that. Yeah. It never happens like that. But I don't know, you have to especially as a um a creator or a business owner or whatever, you know, you have to think about these things because these are attached to your brand. Mm -hmm. Like at the end of the day, like if you want me to follow you as a creator, if you want me to buy from your brand or whatever, do I really need to know how you handle your parenting? Do I really need to know how you Mm -hmm. handle your marriage? Like that is just... Right. I don't need to know that. And you know what? And to be clear, that is very different than sharing like where you stand on like societal, political issues, things like that. You know what I'm saying? Because also kind of the converse of that, I want to know where the brands that I'm supporting or the business owners that I'm supporting stand on these type of issues that affect all of us, affect us as a society. But like you said, like things that go on, like, in your house, in like your home, you. with your yeah. family, that ain't got nothing to do with the rest of mm-hmm. us. And so we don't need to know every single detail. Now, look, if you're, you know, making a video about like, here's what I make my kids for breakfast on Mondays. Okay, that's cute. It's not, yeah. here are my controversial opinions about parenting or my marriage. Like, that's when we're doing a little bit too much. And, yeah, like you might were like, <laughs> I just saw a TikTok earlier today that literally made me think of both of us. And it was like... I'll say it to you later, but she was like, I've never met a heel that I won't die on. I will argue how I feel <laughs> about everything. And that's why I am very cognizant of what I share online because my skin is paper thin and I'm going to get real mad. I'm going to get real mad. And that's how I feel. Like I will get upset. Yes. So I don't share things that I don't want people's opinions on because I will be upset and I don't want to spend my whole life arguing with people on the internet. I can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not good for the health. Like, if it has to do with like my child, Mm -hmm. my husband, Mm -hmm. my friends. Mm -mm. Yeah, yeah. I will die on those heels. (laughs) One hundred percent. Now this planner world stuff. eh, Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like that's why I feel like we've been able to kind of take you know any criticism that we've got podcast related in stride. But in general, I don't take anything in stride. When it comes to my personal life, I'm gonna be very mad. (laughs) So it's really for my own health and my own peace that I don't share a lot of stuff. But then, like you said, because we talk about this too, like everything is not even our business to share. Like there's this one content creator I follow, and she's very open about her life, but she draws the line on talking about you know things involving her marriage. And she has said before, Mm -hmm. I'm comfortable sharing this, but my husband is not, and it's his marriage too. Same thing with your kids. You might be comfortable with it, but your kids might not be. And it's their childhood, it's their lives, also. So when it's not even just you, you definitely have to be very careful about stuff like that. Absolutely. Yeah, I totally, totally agree with that content creator. Mm-hmm. I, I who is that? You know? Uh her her name is Lucy B. Fink. She's this white girl from okay. YouTube. She's very cute. I'll send her to you.
1: Okay, <laughs> She's yes, not her so first baby
0: yeah because that's facts like Mm -hmm. yeah because I like admittedly I have done like vlog style stuff with my family and with Ashton when I first had him yeah but the more and more I learned and the more and more that I like did the research and you know kind of educated myself on that like she's right like it it isn't just my marriage Mm -hmm. it's Chuck's marriage too and Mm -hmm. you know in the case of Ashton like it's his life right and he's not old enough to even make those decisions right even if i asked him right now as a four almost five year old yeah he probably would say yeah but he doesn't he have the idea yeah what he's saying yes to yeah but, yeah exactly so as mm-hmm. his parent i have to be the one to you know be like no you know mm-hmm. you're not at the point to be able to consent to this basically right And it's my job as his parent to protect him for what he doesn't know. So Mm -hmm. yeah, it's just, it's just kind of sad. I think people aren't thinking of it in the grand scheme of things. They're thinking of it as this is my platform. This is my Mm -hmm. brand. This is my, you know, whatever business, whatever. And this get clicks, this get views, this get people, you know, talking and resharing and all that stuff. And it's like, you could really be hurting your loved ones. Those are the people who matter, the people that you see yeah. IRL. 100%. Yep. And you you should take the way they feel into consideration. Oh, you 100% should. And like you said, even if they might be okay with it, sometimes people just say yes because they just want to mm-hmm. make you happy also. Yeah. So you have to be cognizant about that as well. Like, why is this person really saying yes to this? Is it because they really want to or is it because they just don't want to hear my mouth? And I know... Personally, my husband says yes to a lot of stuff, just because he don't want to hear my mouth. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. exactly. (laughs) Yeah, but yeah, in the case of kids, like you just you have to be thinking about their future selves too, Mm -hmm. and how the future you know adult people or young adult people will feel about yeah. coming back and seeing a video of you talking about their potty training or whatever you know like it's too much yeah. it's yeah. too much yeah it's just too much um i just i don't know i feel like There's kind of this mentality that, like, you know, we've heard, like, all publicity is good publicity. It's like all attention is good attention. And I could not disagree with something more. That's not true. All attention is not good attention. All publicity is not good publicity. Like, there's absolutely a such thing as bad attention and bad publicity because you just never know where this clip or this soundbite is going to end up and how it's going to affect you and your family or your um, income. Your mm-hmm. well being long term, like you just have no idea. So I don't know. It's just it's just weird to me, especially when you see people who like they might put like for example, somebody might put up a TikTok with them in like a medical situation, like the hospital or having some issues with a doctor or whatever. And they see that gets popular, and now all of a sudden that's a new content pillar on their platform. And you now drag that's all posting about. <laughs> I'm not trying to drag. <laughs> but you're right yeah because it's it's not something that you're passionate about and i get it like i follow creators that like share like um like this one creator they're going through kidney failure and Mm -hmm. she kind of shares that journey so obviously Mm -hmm. you know there's like visits and stuff like that Mm -hmm. but for like the people that you're talking about they just see that oh people are reacting to it and getting clicks and views so they're trying to run with it and you know there's no passion there there's no angle and you, you can tell yeah you, you can totally can tell, tell yeah mm-hmm. yeah absolutely yeah. absolutely because like you know siobhan dixon we love siobhan from this welcome life she's very very open about her journey living through um heart failure basically that's different mm-hmm. than somebody I mean, than, the, than the people that i'm talking about basically who have who have shared stuff like like medical issues and saw that it got attention and then continue to share more that i mean you can really tell when somebody is just truly sharing a part of their life and how they're sharing it and it's like there's nothing that can't be shared with some with some tact you know what i'm saying but when you see the things that are shared with no type of tact no type of decorum nothing it's just mm -mm, it's not cute it's just too much it's too much and it just feels very thirsty it does. It does. And they uh, strap it into, like, I want other people to see, you know, that they're not the only ones going through this. Like, and cool, you know, mm-hmm. if that's truly your goal. But ultimately, you just hear because you're getting attention from it, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's a We're living in weird times. You know, social media has done a lot um, to our society, both good and bad. And, you know, obviously, in a couple decades... We'll look back on a lot of this. There will be studies on the impact that social media made to our society, and I'm kind of scared to see those. Um, uh, especially, like, I feel like post-pandemic. Like 2020 mm-hmm. was a turn in social media because we literally had nothing else to do mm-hmm. but be on social media. That was the only way that we could connect with one another. Very true. I am interested to see the 10, 20 years post that mm-hmm. and what kind of effect it had on society. Because I think this is, I mean, not that none of the stuff didn't exist pre-COVID, but I think yeah. it was definitely escalated. Yeah. yeah. For sure. For sure. COVID plus the rise of TikTok all at the same time Mm -hmm. has definitely spurred something very, 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 very different going on. And I don't know. I just think, like I said, we just kind of want to leave you all with just be careful and be cognizant about what you're sharing and the impact that it's going to have on your life and the life of people around you and know your why. For why you're mm-hmm. sharing things, also, like if you share stuff just to get clicks and views and attention, it don't that's probably not the right reasons, and people can tell, yep, yeah, yeah. to sum it up, every yeah. piece that you put out there, um it should have some kind of why to it, one hundred percent, I mean, it's at least 100%. that's what i what I moved to, Yeah. like there's no piece of content that I have put out anywhere that isn't you know going to my ultimate goal. Mm-hmm. or for my bread and that yep. keeps me from just you know posting anything basically absolutely just like a posting it you know i mean cause, and like i said people can tell people can tell when people are posting and they have some integrity and when they're posting and they don't <laughs> at least we can tell yeah. so i think our listeners can too yeah, people are every more people are way more savvy than I think what content creators or influencers think mm-hmm. the general public is and people can absolutely tell like when you're just doing something for attention or if you're doing something to like genuinely share your your experience, you know, help other people cope with different things that they might be going through. They all that type of content is important as well, but everybody does not have to do this type of content. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I think people think they're getting away with it and fooling people cuz for the most part, most people probably won't say nothing unless mm-hmm. it, like, blows up and then, your, you know, your comments pop off. But most people just keep getting to keep it moving. 100%. Yep. So, you're not fooling nobody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ain't nobody said nothing yet. You, right. You're not fooling nobody. Right. And you'd have to be cognizant of what type of audience you're cultivating. Like, do you want people who are just going to stick around while you got this drama or whatever you talked about going on that you're sharing? Or do you want like people who are actually like invested in you and care about what you have going on, people who are actually going to stick around? So, you know, it's up to you. It's up to you. Up to you. But yeah, on that note, we will take a quick break to hear from our sponsors and we will be right back. out. It's Meg and Myra here, and we wanted to drop in real quick and tell you about our Patreon community. The official Patreon tier is for people who want some amazing bonus content. You get an ad-free episode a day early than our normal release, monthly bonus episodes, and a bi-monthly episode of our Patreon-exclusive show, Shots with Meg and Myra. The all-inclusive Patreon tier gets everything we just mentioned, plus access to our exclusive Facebook group community. This includes joining us as we record our monthly live episode and monthly facebook live get more info on patreon.com for slash planners and wine we hope you join us all right guys so we are back if you are anything like me then your tiktok has been completely taken over by queen b the renaissance tour has started uh she is in europe right now um i've seen a lot but i haven't seen a lot like I've been picking and choosing what I've been looking at. Like I'll look at a little bit of a video and then I'll put not interested. So I haven't like dove in and been like completely watching like live streams or anything like that, but I've seen a few things. I've seen some costumes. Um, and yeah, I'm excited. I'm just very excited for September. Have you seen anything by her? Nope. Cause I've been blocking. Me. <laughs> 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 um, I think the algorithm has caught on because I would either like swipe real quick, like if I see like just mm-hmm. the hair, because you know, I kinda you, you could tell. Iconic. I just swipe real quick. Mm-hmm. Or um if the like the person who's talking, if it says renaissance, I just swipe or block. Yeah. And I think slowly the algorithm is like, Okay, she's not interested in she's, this. Oh, so, she's... I haven't but that, seen too much anything. It's been breaking my heart to press not interested on Beyoncé though, because this know, truly just this goes heart. against everything that I believe in. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I just want to experience, (laughs) you know, in the purest. I know I'm going to be spoiled by something. I can't avoid it completely. But I kind of want to, you know, still experience it in the purest way that Mm -hmm. I can. If, you know, if I can avoid it, at least on TikTok, you know, I'll be good. I haven't seen it on, like, Instagram. It's really just TikTok for real. I saw one thing on Instagram and it was, like, this, like, blog page that I follow. Had, like, reposted, like, a picture or something. And I just unfollowed them. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> I don't know why. The only thing I really, really appreciate is seeing the merch. So I can make some decisions beforehand. Y'all, the people have been given all the tea about every detail. They have showed the merch. They have showed the merch prices. They have showed the prices of food at the venue. Which is obviously going to be very different once they get mm-hmm. in America, but I digress. Uh, they have showed the set list. Um, the, the girls couldn't We're wait to get them prepared The girls couldn't wait <laughs> to share everything. <laughs> September is so far away, but Girl. it's going to come up so quickly. I'm just, I'm just so excited. I get to enjoy it with y'all, though. That's going to be the good yeah. thing that cannot be spoiled for us. One hundred percent. That's yeah. so true. The Airbnb yeah. is booked. The PTO is lit. And it's is lit. In, is lit. Yeah, we're ready. We are absolutely ready. But it's just, it just—it definitely hit me that we're gonna be watching this tour online for the next four months, the whole summer. Yeah, because it's <laughs> oh at the end God. of September too. It so ends. yeah the whole ass summer the whole summer so that's why i've been kind of like i said i'm just kind of taking it in stride like if i see something i'm just not i'm just trying to like not watch too much or whatever i just know four months is a long time to avoid something and i'm just not going to be able to just never see anything that's just not even realistic yeah it's not realistic so i'm just trying not to see too much and then you know Beyonce is gonna change it up. I mean, she's already from. She's only doing two shows from night one to night two, and she's already had a new outfit for night two that she didn't have for night one. So it's gonna keep changing and evolving as we, before you know, until we get to the states. So it's not gonna be the exact same show no matter what. But it's crazy. We should pick this July date. But here's the thing, though. Yes, we should have. What was in July? What what city would that have been? Nashville. Oh, sorry. (laughs) I'm mad at y'all still. (laughs) Because I got the Nashville pre-sale code and everything. We could have been in that thing early. But there's a reason why we chose Houston. It's the Queens hometown. We know she's going to show out. I am like 99.9% sure she's going to bring Meg the Stallion out and I'm going to lose my freaking mind. Um, so Houston is going to oh, be a movie. Yeah, yeah. Houston is going to be a movie. So I'm I'm excited. I'm really excited. We just got to yeah. wait. It's going to be good. I was about to say most of the peeps are in Texas too. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, for us. But that's not true. It's only half. It's half. Exactly. How did they... Ultimately, Queen B won, because that's her hometown. That's what sealed the deal, and that weekend just happened to work better than any other weekend for everybody. So, when you're trying to plan stuff around six people, it's tough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, mm -hmm. you know, Danny's a teacher, too, so Mm -hmm. it it makes sense for him to be closer, so he doesn't have to take off too too much time. That's true. Yeah, way more convenient for him, for sure, for sure, so... (laughs) Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be crazy. <laughs> not you, bitter. We, <laughs> I'm <that's> real? <laughs> Well, yeah, I'm kind of ill because I've. I i did not think about the How whole long social were media waiting. aspect. Yeah. It, yeah, we didn't think yeah. about that at all. We Mm-mm. did not think about that at all. Like, we knew September was far from February when we bought the tickets, yeah. but having to see it all the way up until then, we did not think about that at all. So i don't know i feel like like you said it's her hometown she has to do something special there yes and then it gets to be a trip trip for all of us because none of us live in houston you know nashville is literally my backyard yeah that's not really an experience for me so at least i get the experience of the trip too you know so yeah that's true It'll be my first time yeah. in Houston. I think your first time in Houston. Mm-hmm. I think all of our first time in Houston. Maybe Danny and J Bay have been in Houston, but I don't think the rest of us have. I don't know about Julie either. Yeah, I mean yeah. it's gonna be it's gonna be a good time. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be great in the Queen. Let, just looks... let don't let Wild be in Houston. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna high key be mad to turn around <laughs> and go right back there in four months. Look. VJ said the wild needs to be in Houston. And I re- look, VJ gets what VJ wants. I need well, it to that's, happen. That's true. Because that's the queen, also. Yeah. So well, if she said it, then it must be. <laughs> it's the way that legends are born in Houston. Is it something in the water? I'm confused. <laughs> Hi, Y'all know I had a Texan sinking sink fun. It just oh. needs to be Houston sinking fun at this point. I mean, period. Period. at the point in the blank. Uh, yeah. yeah it's it's gonna be good and b has been looking at it. it's just absolutely stunning and amazing the costumes, oh i'm so excited i am so excited the music so good i do need to start listening to renaissance on repeat um because obviously, mm. yes, yeah, she does like every song from Renaissance on this tour, allegedly, which obviously is the Renaissance tour. So mm-hmm. I need to know every single word just in case, you know, she sees us up there and she needs to know that I know all the words to every song. Just in case. Period. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we so delusional about queen b it's fine though it's yeah it's fine though i'm I'm super excited i'm so excited it's gonna be so so good it's gonna be really good i can't wait to start re-listening to it it took a minute for me to stop listening to it i know no skips no skips skips either no skips and she does have a shirt that says no skips and And i'm getting that one i need yeah yes expeditiously i love this for us but yeah we're gonna get there we're gonna get there yeah, we don't look up and be like, dag, it's September. I know, I We're know. We're literally just talking about it's just May. I so know. It's, it's going to come. It is. It's going to be great.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: One quick thing I want to mention, I wanted to give props to Miss Taylor Swift. She was in Nashville, not this past weekend as y'all are listening, but the mm-hmm. weekend before. Um, And she literally played like a whole show in like a torrential <laughs> downpour. On Sunday night, mm-hmm. got on stage at like 9.30, 10 o'clock, did not leave the stage until like 2 a.m., and she killed it. She absolutely killed it. Now, best of luck to them people. I know they got colds and stuff because the stadium oh, yeah, in Nashville sick. has no roof. <laughs> so they, they were in the sick. rain. They yeah. were in the rain for hours. And I heard, like, because they kind of had them all go like, Not inside the stadium, but like in the outside of the stadium where it's like covered Mm -hmm. or whatever, like during the initial part when it was like, you know, lightning warnings and things like that. And I heard that that was kind of a shit show inside of there but obviously everything was good once the show started or whatever and Taylor absolutely killed it like I just I was really thinking that they was going to end up canceling it but people were already there that would have been such a hassle she probably would have had to move it to like the end of the summer because you can't just push it to next weekend because she got other shows next weekend it would have been a whole ass thing to move it so I'm glad that they were able to work it out and she killed it yeah I mean, that's definitely an experience for the people there. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I know they were mad. I'd be mad sitting there wet for hours. Oh, I'd be so mad. I know. I know. But you Why know, they ain't got no covered stadiums? Well, they're building a new a new stadium for oh. the Titans Air Football Team. Okay. And that one will be covered. But it's not going to be done until, like, 2026. Oh. So, It's a minute. It's gonna be a minute. Yeah, that's not helpful at all. (laughs) It's gonna be a minute. Uh, (laughs) So you know, maybe this will be the last time Taylor will perform at that uh, stadium. Maybe by the time she goes on tour again, the new one will be open. Because you know, artists only go on tour every few years or whatever. So we gonna see. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I'm thinking Mm -hmm. now our sports stadiums aren't covered, but we have like different like concert venues, Mm -hmm. and that's usually where stuff is held okay that's good yeah yeah that's good it's just that you know having to they obviously there's other places for her to perform here but that's the place that fits the most people yeah so for them to sell like the maximum amount of tickets um yeah i don't think there's any other venue here that fits like seventy thousand people or whatever crazy amount of people that was there so but yeah is um, she from nashville so she's originally from Pennsylvania, I believe. But when she was a teenager, because her family's kind of rich, they moved to Nashville um to pursue her career. So she went to a high mm. school in Nashville or whatever. Um, uh, but yeah, so she so she so, worked but, out. Yeah, I think a lot and I think she for the most part kind of thinks that Nashville is like her hometown because I mean it's really where she like blew up and you know, got her record deal and all that. So yeah. it's like Bow Wow with Atlanta. Mm-hmm. It, that's exactly what it's like he's <laughs> technically from Atlanta isn't he from like Ohio or something Yeah, mm-hmm. that's exactly Usher too because Usher was uh, yeah. not born in Atlanta he was born in Chattanooga I think so yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah I mean I guess I never moved around like that but I think if I moved to a different city in my like high school era mm-hmm. I think I would claim that city because that's very formative years Yeah, Like, I feel like that's where I kind of started to form who I am as an adult now. So I think I, you know, I get it from that point, but, you know. I mean, especially if, no shade, the new city was better than my old city. I mean, is anybody mad at Usher for claiming Atlanta over Chattanooga? Like, no shade to Chattanooga, but I would claim Atlanta too, (laughs) you know? Yeah, I think people only pick on Bow Wow because they think he corny. Like Usher never got that pushback. Bow no, never did. stay getting it. Yeah, he did. He did. That's yeah. very true. That's very true. But so honestly, it depends on the people like you or not. Yeah, yeah. And Bow Wow was in Atlanta at such a young age. I mean, he started mm-hmm. getting popular when he was like ten, eleven, twelve years old. But right. he was in Atlanta at that point. So, and that was younger than when Taylor came to Nashville. Yeah. I think she was like a teenager. So. But yeah, Nashville definitely got a lot of love from Taylor and the Swifties ate it right on up. So that was cute. That was real, real cute. She announced like an album while she was here. Because, you know, she's like re-recording all her old albums. Mm -hmm. So she announced a new one that she's re-recording. Oh, yeah. She showed up. Shout out to Tay Y'all, TikTok is just, the influence TikTok has on me is just way too strong. Now I'm a cat person and I'm a Swifty and I'm a book lover because of TikTok. This is a scary time. <laughs> Imagine there was a day where Meg didn't even want to download the app. I mean, true. Well, imagine there was a day where I didn't even want to listen to Taylor Swift. And now I'm a full-blown fan. I'm kind of bad that I didn't go to the I, concert. Kanye stirred us wrong with that one. 100%. I was truly <laughs> team Kanye for a very long time. Yeah. And I'm very ashamed of that. Um, I <laughs> so think Taylor will forgive us. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, Beyonce has always been team Taylor low-key because true. she redeemed her that night that Kanye uh, played her. She did. So. She did because she is classy. Because she's classy. <laughs> As all the Houston queens are. Very classy. Very period. classy. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> I love it. I love it uh update on the tart drama y'all this whole thing like i just knew i just knew when we talked about it it was so fresh and there's some like more was gonna come out it hasn't even been a full week and we already got Fanita's half-assed apology that we knew was coming uh nikay made a new video which i absolutely refused to watch because I, I i got what i needed out of the comments i knew that she was just gonna be more herself and tripling, quadrupling down, and that's exactly what she did according to the comments. Mm-hmm. The owner of Tarte Maureen actually made a real apology video and not a get ready with me. So much. So so much. What a what a horrible ghetto situation. I feel like we're probably going to be updating y'all on this all month yeah <laughs> it just, more stuff just keeps coming out that's true um i found it funny that like there was some really like high black scholars and maureen's um comments like saying you know this you keep you said this in 2020 you mm-hmm. said this in 2018 when mm-hmm. jackie Ina and Alyssa ashley called y'all out mm-hmm. where's the change and she's just responding like oh thank you so much do you consult it's like these; these are high-ass profile people, and it's like this just proves mm-hmm. you don't give a fuck. You don't and even you're not know who it. you're talking to. Yeah, yeah. Because in her statement, she was talking about hiring a uh, di. DEI um person specialist or whatever like you need you need several of those but you also just need people of color on your team in general like if the only person of color at your company is the DEI person you're still doing something wrong that's not enough yeah that's not enough and it's too late like why are we still making these kinds of statements in 2023 and then, you know, the people who would do not affect at all was cheering mm-hmm. her on in the comments, mm-hmm. which they mm-hmm. gathered Marine for that because she kept liking and commenting and responding those to those stuff. Those are the ones she was responding to. Mm-hmm. So she still and, ain't I, getting it. it. Ain't, yeah. No, yep. it's it's never going to get got. Like at this point, it's a conscious decision if you still want to support this company. It's a conscious decision as mm-hmm. a creator if you still want to go on their brand chips because this is who they are. Mm-hmm. Like it's not a mistake. Nope, it's not a misunderstanding. We we've been known mm-hmm. five, ten plus years at this point. This is who they are. This is their company culture. Mm-hmm. And hiring one black person is not going to change that. No, it is it? It's not no it is not that's so true because when the problem if if the tree is rotten then it's probably coming from the roots you can't change the roots i just made that up off the dome you can't change it <laughs> so you sometimes you just got to dig up the old tree yeah you got some trees in the backyard that just got to go Did, it ain't they just no got to go it. They just yeah. got to go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I mean, honestly, because I've obviously seen a lot of discourse and some people having the take of, you know, why are y'all were so mad at the black women? Why aren't y'all mad at Tarte? It's like obviously one people are definitely mad at Tarte, but two, mm-hmm. we already don't mess with Tarte. We can't use their products or support them any less than what we're already doing. That has right. that ship has been sailed a long time ago. So we are talking about we are and concerned about the actions of the people that we did or were supporting. It was never TART. We did not support tar if ever. So they've been told us about TART. I will say, I know a lot of, if when this first started blowing up, Mm -hmm. I know a lot of like white influencers started to like say stuff. And then of course they deleted their videos. (laughs) But I do appreciate that the white people see that this was a black issue and took a step back. for the most part, obviously there's still people out there who, you know, made some, you know, statements mm-hmm. or whatever, but once they realized like, Oh, this is, you know, black women calling their own people in, mm-hmm. people definitely took a step back or deleted their videos or whatever. Yes. Um, but so I do appreciate that, but that I feel like the whole situation with Finita and Nikkei and all that, I think that's completely separate than the overall TART issue. And like you said, yep. TART, that's their culture. Yes. We ain't changing that. No. We ain't changing that. We're not saying that that doesn't matter and mm-hmm. that that isn't like the root of the problem. But for this situation over here, that this was a black woman situation that needed to be called in. 100%. And doesn't excuse TART for what they did mm-hmm. and what they have continued to be doing. But yep. that was yep. a whole, you know, side thing going on that yeah, deserves a sure. call in yeah call and honestly i have seen a few like um white influencers who had correct takes but though and those takes were directed at tart in their actions yeah. which is which is what they should yeah, be call doing. your people in. yes yes exactly exactly <laughs> so yeah this was just not cool not cute um just a very 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 bad look <laughs> and i mean i just It's been, it's very rare that I just see so many people so united on something. And that was another thing. Like, I wish that, I mean, because, you know, the Specs and Blazers person is truly just a lost cause. Like, allegedly her team has even, like, she ain't got no team, but allegedly her team has like muted her own like name and stuff on her feed so she doesn't see people reposting her videos and putting their take and things like that allegedly but i wish that because i did really like Fanita. i wish that Fanita would actually listen to what people are saying because i feel like obviously you're not going to listen to people who are trying to like tear you down or degrade mm-hmm. you or saying like extremely negative things about you but most of the takes that i've Heard about her when it comes to this situation from other black women have been very well thought out, very well said, very respectful, and people who are trying to look out for you and to help you and are trying to like give her grace and acknowledge that she is on the younger side. So maybe this just goes to like her naivete of the industry and her inexperience, whatever it is. But I wish that she would kind of take a moment to kind of like listen to what people are saying and you know just focus on what they're saying. And like, don't worry about like people who are being negative and nasty to you, but just the people who are being honest with you about the situation. I feel like, I think mean, that's coming. I can see in a couple weeks or months, mm-hmm. um, Fenita having a whole nother perspective of the situation once it's not so fresh. And once she's not in it anymore, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Especially when goggles and rain jackets wow. evidently turn her back <laughs> on her. Because mm-hmm. honestly, if it was not for this trip, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, she would have never even looked her way. They are not each other's type of person at all. No. You can very much tell by how they behave and, and handle themselves. So yeah, they never would have been friends. She talked about people who, who look like Fanita. And Fanita yeah, talked like, about people who acted like her. You, <laughs> What? Are we even talking Twilight Zone? Y'all don't it, like each it other for real. Y'all don't like each other trauma for real. Bonded. Trauma bonded. They are basically bonded. trauma bonded. Yeah. And, yeah. I, and I agree. I think uh, eventually Fanita will will see it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, from what I've seen, I think a lot, like, obviously there are, na- it's the internet. So there's probably nasty people who sent mean things to her that was mm-hmm. unnecessary. But for the most part, from what I'm seeing, it was, it was a call in. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a drag or anything like that. It was very much so a call in. But like you said, when you're in it and you're in the heat of the moment, mm-hmm. and Fenita strikes me as a person who um, doesn't really back down when she feels like she's right, she's gonna stand up. Yeah, in there. Um, and that's a good thing sometimes. Sometimes it's a bad thing, and this situation mm-hmm. is a bad thing because it clouds your judgment from seeing, you know, people really trying to help you. But yeah, that's true. I, that's true. Yeah, I do hope that she has people around her who aren't just yes people that will you know willing to have the heart to heart or if she does have that people i hope that she is open and receptive yeah to those conversations i also too and i I also think fanita seems like a sensitive person as well like even when she did that live you know while this was going on that ended up being a big mistake she seemed sad in that she seems sad to be going through this and to be dealing mm-hmm. with this and in her, you know, half apology video, she seemed very sad in that too, which to me, if she's sad, it tells me that she has some remorse, which means yeah. that she's not so far gone that she can't be reached. Whereas, um, you know, goggles and raincoats, specs and blazers. <laughs> We're going to come up with all the names for her. She <laughs> has no remorse and has never had any remorse about the whole situation. I think she just wanted the attention. She wanted the drama. And she got it. And she she obviously, she hasn't affected her own career because we wasn't checking for her anyway. We didn't know anything about her. We wasn't following her. We wasn't worried about her. But she managed to bring Fenita down with her. Whereas, mm-hmm. And this is going to affect Fanita way more than it's going to affect her because finita actually had an audience that was you know socially aware and things like that where specs and blazers obviously does not have that same audience at all because there are still people in her comments very supportive of her and so that's her audience finita's audience is very different so it just yeah yeah, it sucks. I hope that she can, she as yes, Vanita can recover from it. Ultimately, mm-hmm. um, it's going to be very hard because mm-hmm. you like Vanita really. You know, she lost trust. I, she yeah, yeah. Her yeah. audience does not trust her anymore. At least a lot of her audience, not all of her audience, but a lot of her yeah. audience does not trust her anymore. She put up and a that's video today, yeah, where she was talking about something totally unrelated, and it doesn't have. You know, nearly the likes and views as stuff she put out a week or two ago. So I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't know what's going on with that. Mm. It's gonna take a while to build that back up. Yeah, she has it to. Really she is. has to admit that she was wrong. And, and even she still the, yeah. has barely done that. Yeah, yeah. the, the really... clock is ticking. Mm-hmm. The clock is ticking. The longer she waits to like own up to that. She may have been able to recover if she, like, like got back home and realized at that point. But I think, you know, the longer she waits and the longer she kind of be stubborn yeah. in that will be harder and harder to gain her audience back. Oh, yeah, 100%. That's totally true. She is being very, very stubborn about the situation. And I feel like the writings are on the wall. Like, if she will just... I, I know. She has to have somebody in her life who is going to be honest with her about the situation if they haven't already been... Um, mm-hmm. and, and really let her know, like, girl, this is not colorism. Like, this is not what's going on. This is not why people are mad at you. Like, you don't let Nikki, N- Nike get all in your head. Okay. Girl, Girl, get all <laughs> in your head. It don't matter. <laughs> you know about this situation. And that's just not what it is at all. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Mm. It just sucks. Cause colorism, racism, mm-hmm. fat phobia, all those are real things. Mm-hmm. Just. You know, for the record, those are all real things and those are things that happen, and probably have happened. Mm -hmm. Not even probably. I know for a fact Mm -hmm. has happened to Fenita. This is not one of those instances. No. This is nope. not that at all. No. Nope. If anything, if nothing else let Finita know that she was dead wrong, it should have been that second statement from the Tarte CEO, Maureen. The fact that she yeah. didn't even mention Finita or Nikkei, but she did mention Bria and gave Bria her props, um, mm-hmm. and she apologized for the situation, that should have let Finita know that y'all did way too much for a brand that is not doing that for y'all. Tarte ain't sticking their neck out for y'all at all. And because of all the crap that y'all stirred up, that is probably what prompted Maureen to make another statement about it because it was not going away because y'all stirred it up. And guess who is not going to be on no more talk trips? Y'all. Y'all wasn't even supposed to be there in the first place. (laughs) Y'all wasn't invited in the first place. That's the gag. I mean, if nothing else... Let Fanita know that she was wrong. The fact that they had to invite all these black influencers at the last minute. Why wasn't y'all invited in the first place? Not just you in the cave, but so many other black influencers were invited at the last minute. Why are they cleaning up a situation if they did nothing wrong? It's common sense. I don't care what knowledge she claims to know. That's just black and white. Yeah. Because there's no other reason. No. For them to express you out there literally the day before the event starts. And uh, multiple other black women. For what? (laughs) And also, somebody else pointed out with all this drama, this was such a waste of time on so many different levels for so many different people, but especially for Tarte. We ain't seen one piece of content from this Tarte trip. Not one. this is why we know finita is never getting invited back ever (laughs) because you did not make it seem like the whole purpose of influencers being there Mm -hmm. is for tart to get free promo (laughs) (laughs) and (laughs) you trashed that literally jumping on beds celebrating another black woman's downfall Saying that she was supposed to be, uh, y'all was begging her to get online and defend y'all. After y'all, after y'all let this company use you to replace her and call her liar for multiple days, she was supposed to get on somebody's Beyonce internet and defend yeah. y'all. Why? And That's the only part that I believe is true. Yeah, because she probably did custom out. One hundred percent. Because
1: you like for real. <laughs> like, what I, the who, fuck
0: am I apologizing all, to y'all for? I was saying, who is this? <laughs> Knowledge we don't even know each other you don't know to each other times. <laughs> but i'm supposed to stop people from attacking you and you're mad at me even though you're the one who called me a liar bria ain't never brought these women up not one time not once not once y'all were not friends they so y'all weird the yeah so I- weird like it, it's i just feel like y'all were not getting hate because you went on the trip Nikkei was getting hate because she inserted herself in the situation by making a video directly addressing the situation mm-hmm. with Bria. Um, Fanita was a misunderstanding. I don't believe her initial TikTok that she made was to shade Bria. That is I truly how I she talks yeah. all the time. Mm-hmm. She really does talk and brag about stuff all the time. That's her and personality. I think that's the consensus that's too. why we like her. Yeah. yeah, but where she messed up. Was getting under Specs and Blazers, a.k.a. Nikkei's influence, and getting wrapped up in it. Letting Nikkei wrap her into it. That is who owes Vanita an apology. Your girl, Nikkei. Because she is the one who involved you in all this and got your head all boosted up. Thinking that colorism was why people were attacking you. Lord. I feel for Vanita again, she is dead as wrong, but I feel for her, Mm -hmm. because this clearly shows how impressionable she is. Yes. boy, ain't no motherfucking way. Mm -hmm. I will be next to somebody like Nikkei Mm -mm. and not be like, this bitch is batshit crazy. Crazy. For real. Yeah, I just, she just seems very impressionable. And I get Mm -hmm. it. She's young. This is a new environment. Like, the, you know, the whole Rags to Riches story. She just recently moved yeah. to LA. So, I, you know, I get, like, why maybe she just, you know, let that person in. Mm-hmm. But Nikkei knows that that type of person is such a predator. They predator. know when they can fix onto somebody who is weak-minded. And I don't mean it's mm. like an assault to Fenita, Yeah, But, I mean she was in that moment. And she got manipulated by her. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. She got manipulated by Nikkei into dying on this hill, mm-hmm. which they were dead ass wrong. I mean, literally as soon as Fanita got there and she figured out what was going on and she saw that she started getting some hate on her TikTok that she posted, she should have said right there, like, Hey y'all, I just got invited to the strip. I didn't know what was going on. I didn't mean any shade to Bria. I'm trying to figure out what's going on too. She would have been totally in the clear. Totally yeah. in the clear. And it but, would have made even more sense. Yeah. Even if she did know, it mm-hmm. would have just still made sense because she's not a makeup girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, she don't know Bria. Yeah, That's not her niche. Right. You know? Right. Exactly. I, even exactly. if it was a lie. but I mean, <laughs> it's just she. It's just yeah. so wild. It's so wild. She really didn't let herself get manipulated by Nikkei, and it sucks. It sucks. We hate to see it. Isn't Nikkei the yeah, devil? This- <laughs> she kind of bad. T. Did you <laughs> did you hear the tea like people have been digging back in her history? She claimed mm-hmm. to be a UN ambassador, mm-hmm. a Nigerian UN ambassador and it has been the same person she has making she's making people years. pay to be mentored by her and mm-hmm. through the mentorship she's literally just like degrading them and tearing them down and getting on yeah. them for being late to meetings even though she is always late and rescheduling meetings like that is not no matter what actually happened in the situation, Nikkei is not the person that Fanita needs to be associated with. Hopefully, this no. will be the first and last time we ever see them together. If Anita got any type of sense or any type of circle around her, who got her best interests in mind, because that girl is just uh-uh. Nikkei ain't it. It's she a lot of it. yeah, it's a lot of lies floating around her, mm-hmm. a lot of scammy kind of stuff floating around her. Mm-hmm. Um also. News to me that you pay for somebody to be your mentor. That's wild. Girl, and on the first call, you asking somebody, uh, Did you see your payment? (laughs) Can you imagine? (laughs) What's the first thing you say to somebody? (laughs) Like, Did the the check clear? No, hey, how you doing? Nothing. Like, not, you don't even do that in like business relationships. Mm -mm. You know, Mm -mm. you imagine us, Tanya did the check clear? did the check clear okay so let's what? talk about inspire what <laughs> that is not okay <laughs> that is just not okay at all. why you would block us with the quickness that is rude that I would is block so myself. rude i would block myself <laughs> and so <laughs> and and then now that people have done digging i mean the k has videos like degrading black people saying black people always looking for a handout we the only people who do this like she is a very nasty person and i know Fanita yeah. don't believe none of that so like Absolutely. i said even yeah, if everything this girl saying is true like why would you want anything to do with her but we know it's Mm-mm. not we know it's not and that is just not Bria's history You know what I'm saying? So, ooh, this man. Yeah. Ultimately, I I just hope like maybe Finita and Bria one day in the future. I know it cannot be now. Just talk. You know, can have some conversation. Yeah, because it just went left for no reason. Yeah. Like you just you don't just you don't do anybody like that. No. Let alone another black woman creator. When you know how hard it is for us. I know. Just in general, Mm -hmm. it's just you just don't do that like that. Uh, yeah, uh, I think. I'm, um, yeah. I think you know, I think because you know this was Finita's first brand trip, given somebody who has almost two million followers on TikTok and the fact that this is her first brand trip, like I get why she was super excited, super pumped up, and I feel like she probably met Nikay, and Nikkei was just telling her everything that she wanted to hear and gas on her head up because it don't make no sense to go down like this with somebody that you literally just met two hours ago we ain't talking about Myra and jump out the window and say something crazy and I got your back wait we didn't know we have been friends for years that's different yeah. I'm gonna ride yeah. you to the wheels <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. like we, this ship gonna go down together we didn't just meet five minutes ago you literally just met this person literally just met this person <laughs> god it's it's wild. Mm-mm. It it is. It's just so wild. I hope she. I really hope <laughs> she realizes soon. But yeah, I'm sure we're gonna get have another update. Yeah, I well, mean, that, like you said, the tart response, the Merlin response alone, alone should be eye opening for fanita I mean, one thing that Fanita will ever will never be able to do is call out another brand for racism. Oh. Uh, it's an absolute it's a wrap. wrap for yeah. that. Because with the whole Pyrex situation and then the fact that this happened right after mm-hmm. the Pyrex video is down, she says she can't talk about it for legal reasons and all of this. Like that was it. That was that was Fanita's crywolf. She don't have another one because I don't even, you know, I still believe whatever she said was going on with Pyrex probably was going on. But now it just does not matter because you just turned around and took an opportunity from another black woman with a company who literally basically did to, you know, to them what Pyrex did to you. So Fania was going to get some hate no matter what because of that. Mm hmm. Because of that situation. I feel like that's why when she made it, TikTok people were so quick to think that she was Shade and Bria. Yeah. You know? Because they were mad. They're like, hold up, you like a big-ass hypocrite. Like, what's going on? Yeah. And what Meg says, like, right after, within four days. hmm Like, it was right after. Mm-hmm. Literally. So, it wasn't the same like week. it was, like, months in the between. Like, it was the same week. week. Bad. I don't know who is her PR team. I don't know who her management team is. It couldn't get worse. It could bad. not get worse. This is bad. Very bad. Very, very bad. So yeah. I wanted to end the show with seeing if we had any show, movie updates. Myra, what you been watching this week? Uh I rewatched <laughs> Harry Potter. Not Harry Potter. Oh, <laughs> I have nothing new. Um which one did you watch? The whole series? No, I just keep watching four over. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm hyper fixated. I don't know how you Goblet do it. Goblin of fire, right? I would at least have to watch four, five, six, seven. Is that all Mm-mm. of them? Eight? Is it eight? too bad after that. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I turned it off once we, you know, everything happened with uh Patterson. Oh my god. Myra, I'm you after that. You watching I just restarted over. an hour and fifty-five minutes of this movie and then starting it over. <laughs> it's so good. It's it so good. It's a pivotal moment in the series. It is. It is a pivotal moment <laughs> in the series. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I cannot deal with you. But yeah, that's um, it. I don't well, think i watched anything new. I I'll check while you say yours. Um, I finally watched Scream 6 which I really really enjoyed Um, I can't think of anything else I know I've been watching something else what else have I been watching mm. have you uh, finished Beef no I haven't finished Beef I kind of fell off because beef, beef is just not something you can watch with a child of any age mm. in the room so I've been having a very hard time finding time <laughs> to watch Beef and when I finally had some a long time I watched Scream um. Okay. Yeah, I really enjoyed that. But yeah, I'm kind of on the prowl for something new. Um. Did to you watch. start that uh, Queen Charlotte? No, because I never watched Bridgerton. I don't think you have to watch Bridgerton, off. but yeah, it's kind of like a prequel to Bridgerton, I think or somebody involved oh. in Queen Charlotte is also it's some type of crossover so yeah uh i just but i never watched bridgerton cuz again at least the season season 1 of bridgerton is def another thing that you cannot watch in the room with a small child so <laughs> i need to find I PG-13 mean, honestly, shows none of this stuff to watch right it's so hard uh-huh
1: yeah i really
0: wanted to start up daria again since um our last convo i have been watching daria it's been my comfort show the past like week or two Mm -hmm. loving it loving it Have you did y'all go see guardians of the galaxy oh yeah okay thank you there we go (laughs) oh i got one (laughs) we did i enjoyed it i love it i think they wrapped it up pretty pretty well oh i haven't um, seen it yet i'm dying to go see it it's good it's worth it Um, it is long Mm -hmm. but um, you know that's typical Marvel I was expecting it to be like two and a half hours end up being like close to three yeah gotcha oh I'm excited yeah we definitely gotta go see it. we already got our tickets to go see The Little Mermaid in a couple of weeks Mm -hmm. um i'm so glad because like where we live it's only like a couple of movie theaters here so i'm glad we bought our tickets ahead of time because i know it's gonna get sold out or it's only gonna be like you know the really horrible seats where you just like this where you just got it you like right underneath the screen i don't even know why they sell those seats they're so bad but yeah so we got some good seats i'm really excited to take mason she's been dying to see it for months so yeah I love the premiere, everybody that showed up. That was so beautiful. <sighs> Hallie looks so freaking amazing. She has been looking so mm-hmm. good. All the like magazine covers, everything. And like even at the premiere, she talked about um, she talked about like the hate that she got initially when she got the role. And it's just like, I feel like that's just such a reminder that people see. This stuff, like you think that you're just one of anybody, you know, saying this up to people, and they they might not notice, they might not care. No, they they see it and they care, and it hurts people. For what? For a yeah. fictional fish person? Mermaids aren't real. Be for real. Spoiler alert. Maya <laughs> just telling everything today. <laughs> None of this is real. And Not it's, it's real. so... Uh, like you Not said, it's real. just so ridiculous. I, mm-hmm. I hate that because she, she seems so pure. Both of them. Amazing. Uh, Chloe, too. Like, mm-hmm. just so pure and just so loving. And obviously, we know she has the talent. That's how she got the role. She's literally. going to kill it. And for y'all just to be like, oh, mermaids aren't black because of a Disney movie that you seen 30 years ago. I mean, literally... Literally, you like, know, Mickey Mouse isn't real either. Uh, Mouse don't talk. Uh, and if the one from nineteen eighty nine means that much to you, you can just continue to watch it. It's not going it anywhere. Exists. It's not disappearing. Like <laughs> that's what I don't get about remakes. Like yeah, the original still exists. Still exists. You can yeah. still rewatch that. Yeah, and you can have both. You can have both. You can enjoy both. One does not, you know, over like. Overtake the other one all of a sudden and take it out of existence is so dumb. And like, I'm so glad that the director and producers have been so vocal about saying that Hallie was the first audition. She killed it. And no, they they looked at other people. They probably looked at some white women. They probably looked at some redheads. It didn't matter. They were not better than her. Also, side note: somebody made a TikTok the other day, and they was like, if "I was one of the girls who auditioned after Hallie." And I was hearing this. I don't know how I would feel. Because <laughs> they've been shading them left and right. Y'all were not good enough. <laughs> Y'all were not good enough. But when you hear Hallie and you hear her sing that song, all any type of doubt oh, should have gone out of anybody's yeah. mind. Because she sounded amazing. Nobody was going to do that. Nobody else did that. And they they looked at other people. So, like it is for her. It was meant for her. And we deserve representation. We deserve that with all these remakes that they're doing. If all if every remake they did only had people exactly how they looked in the original production, we would have no representation. Because guess what? All these Disney movies from the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s is white as hell. Besides mm-hmm. the Lion King, because they're animals. <laughs> Okay, (laughs) which also don't talk. (laughs) Which okay, like be for real. Uh. (laughs) And you know the the typical argument is like, oh, what if they change Mulan? What if they change Tiana? The situation here is those are bit. based off of real people. If you change the races of those characters, <laughs> it changes the whole dynamic of the story. Not only that. And Little Mermaid, it doesn't matter. Mulan's culture is a major part of the movie. Tiana's culture yes. is a major yeah. part of the movie. Pocahontas's culture, a major part of the movie. Ariel's culture has nothing to do with it because she's a fish, <laughs> a not real person fish. in Atlantis. That and it doesn't exist, <laughs> y'all. I swear, I will bust a blood <laughs> vessel on this. I told y'all we don't. We will die on every hill. Okay, like this is not cool. you alls racist behavior about this is just so uncool. It's so dumb. It's so dumb. It, you're still it, gonna, it's, gonna go not see it. it's not based in any None. logic. No, it's not based in any logic. You can't use that because, like you said, the culture matters. Mm-hmm. If you change the race of Mulan, you change the movie. Literally. Literally. The movie does not exist There's no. no movie. Oh <laughs> I, my gosh. Wow. I mean. Wow. Look, it's not our fault that all the white Disney princesses movies have nothing to do with their culture and all the BIPOC Disney princesses movies movies do have to do with our culture. That is not our fault. Nor is it our problem. Also, I don't know how to feel about that.
1: But, I mean, it's um, it's, no, it's kind
0: of shady. It is because it, it, it is it, it's, it's kind of shady it, it's like it they had to like give like a reason for reason, yeah. you know mulan to be chinese or for tiana to be mm-hmm. black they had to give a re- you know what i'm saying that's kind of the undertone of that
1: but a win yeah, is a win
0: like, but yeah those are well so, not Princess in the fall is that based off a of real story i know mulan is i don't know least. but i know her culture in louisiana has a lot to do with oh, the story yeah. you know so it just makes sense it just makes sense yeah yeah, you can't you can't change the race of that character. Also, Pocahontas too. Girl, I just I, I'm so tired. <laughs> Racism is so exhausting. It's it takes so exhausting years of your life because it doesn't make any sense. It never does. It's based in zero logic. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, yep. what's it? No, what what else are we remaking? Mm, Cinderella mean, having another one actually. They it's are already. already remade that too. Yeah. It's already been remade. I mean, most yeah. of them have already been remade. Like, but the Brandy one is coming back too. Oh yeah. yeah, that's true. Cause she's in. Um, cause they're making another Descendants movie, and Cinderella's Brandy and her husband are gonna be the parents. Like some somebody, of like somebody's parents in that movie. Did you see that? Oh, so that's that's the basis of it. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be really have cool. Have you seen Descendants before on Disney Plus? no girl the descendants series is so freaking good it's like it's like it's three movies and it's basically like the kids of disney villains it's so good you would really like it Weak girl descendants was the was the movie that really got mason into music because the soundtrack slaps it's very good so go ahead and start binging the Descendants. is this the same person that made the moana soundtrack Lynn Manuel Randit had nothing to do with the Descendants, okay. as far as I know. <laughs> I mean, so, the, the songs be hitting; they do, and Kanto be they hitting. Do. So, you but know. yeah, I don't think so, because <laughs> you know the Descendants were like Disney Channel original movies, so they weren't ever in theaters yeah. or anything like that. So you know, Leon only does like the big, the big production movies that go in Which... theaters and stuff. Also, can't change the character's old nose movies that he has involved in, too. Exactly. Just FYI. FYI. We tired of yeah. y'all. We tired yeah. of it. <laughs> and Myra's gonna watch The Descendants. It's so good. She's into Disney villains anyway. I have too much in the list. So I think you would like this. But you need to put Descendants at the top of the list. I insist. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so overwhelmed. This is why I be watching Harry Potter 4 back to back. Girl, exactly. No progression whatsoever. j is going to be so disappointed when he hears this. I got one movie. Guardians. There we go. Proud of you. I got one. There we go. Uh, but yeah guys let us know on instagram as you're listening to this episode what you're watching now if you have any suggestions for shows or movies more so for me not really for myra because she's not taking any more suggestions her list is full allegedly so <laughs> let us know what y'all are watching right Baca, now allegedly <laughs> i need to see the list i need to see the list okay i don't trust you <laughs> oh my god but yeah, guys, Hilarious. that is this week's episode. Myra, did you have anything else for the peeps? Um, Other than Planners in Wine, third anniversary is June 9th, mm-hmm. just FYI. So again, going back to if you love us, share us. Mm-hmm. You know, anniversary is coming up. Um... Other than that, no, check out our personal platforms. We do do content over there as well. Mm -hmm. Um, Join the Patreon. Uh, We have Facebook Live coming up. I think it's actually tomorrow Yes, uh, for most people who are listening to this. And we have a good time there. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, thank you for the support yes we'd love to have you on the patreon our only rule is no assholes and if you are unable or unwilling to join patreon right now support is support so like myra said sharing the show telling people mm-hmm. about the show all that matters leaving us reviews on the show that, that all that helps as well so and we appreciate it yeah we do yeah. we really really do yeah we hope we made y'all laugh today um and we will talk to y'all soon Bye, guys.